like to take this moment and welcome everyone to the 18th episode of Real Talk Real Quick podcast, which is a faith-based podcast upon the navigation of living like Christ in a culture that refers to God as the universe. And I am your host, Rue. Oh my word. Welcome to episode, episode 18, 18. <laughs> oh yeah. I am so excited. So excited, so excited, so excited. <laughs> So, clap along if you feel like you're happier in this place. Clap along if you feel like you're happier in this place. I am happy that you are all here. Compliments of the new year. And if you have not listened to the other episodes, please do check them out and listen child get with the program i'm trying to plug you with life here just follow me as i follow christ <laughs> oh yeah child 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 settle in grab your bibles as well i would like for us to start with prayer heavenly father i come unto your holy throne of grace and mercy i am but an ethan vessel, and like everyone listening we are sinners in need of a savior Lord, we are broken souls in need of the great physician. Lord, we stretch out our hands unto you, ready to receive the bread of life you have prepared for us. Lord, please bless the spiritual food and bless the hands that prepareth it and make it nourishing unto our souls. In Jesus' name, amen. Our topic for today is based on condemnation and conviction. Condemnation and conviction Because I feel so convicted Convicted (laughs) So today's episode is slightly different In that we will start by reading a scripture Then have scriptural breakdown Then later on differentiate between condemnation and conviction So John 8 verse 3 to 11 As Jesus was speaking the teachers of the religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd teacher. They said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her, what do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer, so he stood up again and said, All right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. 
Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusants heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Did not even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I go and sin no more. Let's break it down so you understand. Let's break it down so you understand. So, point number one. Who were the Pharisees and teachers of the religious laws? These were teachers and preachers of God's law who did not practice what they preached or teached. They expected people to obey God's holy law whilst they themselves could not obey God's law. They were also in religion and not in relationship with God, so they never did good deeds in order to glorify God. Instead, it was so they may be glorified and uplifted. Point number two, the woman was caught in the act of adultery. The only difference between the woman and her accusers was that she was caught. Her sins came unto the light, whilst all her accusers' sins remained hidden. Point number three, her accusers did not realize that they had brought her unto the only person who had the ability to transform her inwardly. Romans 3 verse 23 to 24 For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Point number four, stone such a woman. The result of sin is death and Christ took our place on the cross and died on our behalf for our sins, past sins, present sins, and future sins. In Christ, there is eternal life, hope, deliverance, and salvation. Point number five, the Pharisees and the religious teachers asked Jesus for his judgment upon her, and Jesus' response was, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. Jesus saw her, he saw her desperate need for a savior. He saw her need for deliverance and guidance. He saw her need for forgiveness, grace, and mercy. He saw her need to be loved. He saw her need for a friend at her darkest moment. He saw her need for joy. Most importantly, he saw her need for the presence of God in her life. She had been in darkness and needed Jesus, the light of the world. Point number six, Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn you. The only person on earth who was without sin, Jesus, the Son of God, did not condemn her or try to embarrass her. 
because of her sin. Instead, he granted her love, forgiveness, grace, and mercy. Jesus looked past her sins and saw a diamond. He saw a future prayer warrior, a rock like Peter, whom he would build his church upon. In her, he saw a woman after his own heart, like Mary Magdalene, who remained at the feet of Jesus. Jesus looked past her sins and saw who she would become in him and through him. So, what is condemnation? Condemnation is judgment without grace or mercy or forgiveness of wrongdoing. It is to be banished out of society and the presence of God forever. There is no second chance or a hope of becoming a better version or moving into a better state than you were when you sinned or missed the mark child. In modern day terms, it's called cancel culture, not realizing that we are all human, we are all flawed, we are sinners in need of a savior, that we have fallen short of God's glory. What is conviction? Conviction is judgment in Christ. Romans 8 verse 1 to 4. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh but according to the spirit. In simpler terms, we were and are still unable to uphold God's law and so we are guilty and are deserving of punishment. Romans 6 verse 23, for the wages of sin is death. God's law is our prosecutor accusing us of sinning against God and we were supposed to have been sentenced to death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord when we acknowledge that we are sinners who are unable to uphold God's holy law and turn unto Jesus and submit our sins unto him, we then receive the free gift of salvation. Jesus then becomes our advocate, clearing our names with his blood that he shed on the cross for our sins, and he then continuously keeps us from falling and presents us faultless before God's holy throne, Jesus lost five words unto the adulterous woman was, 
go and sin no more. We have no power to change our sinful nature. And so what Christ was actually saying unto her in simpler terms was go and live your life in me and through me. John 15 verse 5, I am the vine and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him shall bear much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. We are not perfect, but we are perfected in Christ. Mark 2 verse 17. When Jesus heard it, he said unto them, They that are whole have no need of the physician, but they that are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. When we repent, which means to turn to God, God reveals unto us our sinful state and points us to his son, Jesus, our only hope. Thus, when we seek Christ daily, we progress into becoming more like him and less of our sinful nature. Outside of Christ, we have no hope and we are deserving of punishment and death. Nowadays, we seek the world in order to feed our fleshly desires, whilst God is consistently calling us into denying ourselves, taking up our cross and following him. So, if you are a human being, you are a consistent sinner, whether you like it or not. And Christ came to call us all into turning away from our sins and turning towards him. Repentance is a choice. Salvation is a gift. Restoration is intentionality. Repentance means to turn, to turn away from sin, from our fleshly desires, from death, from Satan, from the world, and to turn unto God, to turn unto life, to turn unto God's spirit, and to turn unto salvation. Salvation is a free gift from God, there is nothing we can ever do to earn it, and it's not by our works or strength that we earn it. We only need to receive it through our faith in God. Restoration is a work of Holy Spirit to be prompted by Holy Spirit into walking in obedience with God's word, God's word by Christ strengthening us all, being intentional about our triggers and setting boundaries around them so we do not turn back unto our past lives. Testimony telling, real talk. Truth is, in the past, I struggled with listening to worldly music, which led me into fornication, masturbation, pornography. Also, struggling with diet, meat especially. It's still a process. Watching of ungodly series, movies, and soapies, which actually led me to like that stage of the struggle with sexuality. 
So when I fully turned to God in March of 2021, I surrendered everything unto God's hands and he began working in me and through me. I also had to play my part by being intentional about my triggers, what I watched, listened to, eat, the people I surrounded myself with and my environment even till this day. I am no longer led by my fleshly desires but by the promptings of Holy Spirit. I die daily and every day is a choice to surrender and to receive salvation and to be strengthened by Jesus. I always have to be intentional about my triggers. You see, God loves the sinner but hates the sin. Jesus came so the sin in us could be destroyed. A problem arises when we hold on to sin, when we are supposed to be surrendering it unto God's hands. So Luke 15 verse 7 says, I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. So if you are that one that one person who chose in this moment to repent, just know that heaven has already begun celebrating because you finally decided to turn towards God. I'll end it with this beautiful scripture. Psalms 19 verse 7 to 11. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired than are they than gold. Yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey, and the honeycomb. Moreover by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping them there is great reward. I would like to wrap it up by saying, Spirit of the living God, for freshly upon us all, grant us fresh wind, fresh anointing, fresh vision. Lord, create in us clean hearts and renew our spirits. May your word fall on good soil and take root and produce fruit in us all. We plead the blood of Jesus and may all glory and honor be unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. I would like to thank you all for listening. Please do subscribe support the show if you go onto the main website brass sprouts there is a link towards our paypal any amount is welcomed for god's kingdom it's just a, a fun setup for god's kingdom to help those in need with clothes food shelter and donating also to ngos non-profit organizations that are also bringing christ to people please do subscribe so you don't have to miss the next episode just a little spoiler alert next episode will be focused upon oh no it's the final episode of season two drum roll come on
clinginess and trust. Oh my word! You are so clingy, cling. You hold on too tightly. Let go. Let go. Let go. <laughs> so, anywho, may God bless you and guide you. And I can't wait, you know, to hear from you. Comments, share, like, subscribe, and support.